Hello and welcome to what's new in Microsoft 365 and Teams for the 15th to the 29th of January 2022. Fairly quick one this week. We're going to cover our Forms, OneDrive, Outlook, SharePoint, Stream, Teams and a few updates from around Microsoft 365. The icons at the bottom, you'll see those later in the session. The tick tells you that thing is available now. The little Zs of the clock, that's something that's been snoozed or delayed. The little icon with the bite out of it, that's a bite size update, just a small quick update. And the telescope is for the ones to watch, ones which are a little bit further out, but I just want to mention them to you now. As always, guys, I would ask you to like and subscribe if you're watching this on YouTube. It makes a big difference to the channel just getting surfaced for other people to be able to benefit from the updates. Okay, so let's get started with forms. So this one is a, it's a bit strange. This is the uh, Microsoft Forms uh, functionality for polls appearing in Teams as polls rather than forms. So it's almost getting rebranded as polls because that's the functionality, uh, that's the forms functionality that you get in, in Teams. Now, bizarrely, at the moment, when you're in a, in a meeting, you add uh, forms and you, you see the little, the, the, uh, the icon that you see now, and it's called forms, but when you add it and you add a poll, then it's called polls then. So it's almost like they've half done this, but uh, they're putting it on hold maybe for the for the actual name change of, of that part of the app. So when uh, I have no doubt this will come back and when it does I'll, I'll update you but for now that is on hold uh, this update so you can now have up to 5 million responses per formal quiz that's due uh, early March into April so when I was telling people about this um, this week it didn't matter that you could have 5 million responses they were never going to touch that but what did matter is the increase from the existing limit, which is 50,000. So the organization that I do uh, work with, they have more than 50,000 um, members of staff. So the, so the fact that it's over 50,000 matters, 5 million doesn't really, but what's worth noting though, is when you go over 50,000, then you lose some of the built-in functionality. You know, the, you know, the nice graphs and, and the report that you can see, then you'll have to export it to Excel to, to look at the data. And I guess that's no big deal. Okay, so moving on to OneDrive, move your shortcuts in OneDrive. So picture yourself looking at say something in, in SharePoint um, and you, you put a little tick next to it. And at the top, you click add to my shortcuts. Um, they appear here in, in, in OneDrive uh, and you can actually start moving those around now. You can see on the screen there, let me just restart that animation. So let's just go back and you can see here that uh, a shortcut has just been dragged and dropped uh, into another folder. Okay, so what else? So you can move it to an existing uh, private or shared folder and predictably if you move a a, a link to an item that your colleague can't access, but you move it into a folder you're sharing with that person, as you'd expect, it doesn't give them any extra rights to look at the end item. And that is due uh, middle of February towards the end of February. Okay, so a couple of delays. That new command bar is now due by mid-February, so we're talking like any time over the next two weeks or so. So you can see at the bottom of the screen, let me just zoom in on that a little bit for you. 
so it's quite nice just a bit of a tidy up so you're losing you know, some of the descriptions and you're going to get just the icons and no doubt if you hover over them then you'll see the labels uh, i quite like the look of that uh, but it seems there seems to be pushing that back and back and back don't they another delay is the microsoft uh, onedrive and sharepoint library drop down so this is just making it a little bit easier for you to navigate around so you can see here that uh we've gone to the default we follow the link to a document library you go to the default library but it's you got this new drop down here that makes it nice and easy for you to navigate around that's been pushed back to any time between uh, a couple of weeks time maybe into uh, early march now the copy link command uh onedrive and sharepoint so at the moment if you go to a file and you click on it's three little dots and you say you want to, to share you see you see quite a you want to copy the link sorry to share you see quite a basic interface what you see now is what you're going to see what you're going to get so they want to be able to give you more control right from uh from when you click uh copy link and you can see there that you you got the 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 options that you're familiar with when you share a file so this is going to get applied now to to copy in the link and i guess the um the, the quick nice quick ones at the bottom are the ability to can they edit or can they not open in review mode only uh, and, and the default there is just anyone in your organization with the link can uh, can view it so quite a nice looking update uh, look out for that uh, anytime over the next couple of weeks okay so now on to outlook so this um, organizational uh, chart explorer in outlook so it's just provides in outlook so this is let me just zoom in on this as well actually this is the new experience isn't it so you can see here that we've got um these uh, uh the entry to your, your email your calendar your contacts your tasks and we're gonna get this new one here for the the org chart oops for the for the org chart so look out for that um uh, early february into april for users who've got the coming soon toggle so on the top right hand corner in in uh, in outlook some people will get the little coming soon icon a little slider if you turn it on then you'll see this new experience and if you don't like it you can just slide it back so look out look out for two things the coming soon toggle and then this new bit of functionality okay on to beloved sharepoint here's an update for you folk who create sites so this has been delayed a little bit this uh, new site experience and I'm, i can't remember how long ago i showed you this actually it's been a while hasn't it um so it's just going to be tried to be more helpful you can see here that it's that it's showing you oops a bit clicky today aren't i so you see here that it's just making it easier for you to understand which uh, type of site you're creating now if you're a seasoned sharepoint person this is not for you is it but if you're new this is just going to help you along and you see on the right hand side it makes it easier for the permissions what else is delayed oh actually this is back so i told you some time ago about in sharepoint the lists icon being added to this control on the left hand side top left hand side this navigation bar and then i told you that it was going away and it's now back so that's due uh that's going to come back at any time now so look out for that on in a sharepoint so stream so stream the for videos that are on uh onedrive and sharepoint continues to get better i feel like that every couple of weeks i'm giving you an update here so this one is the ability to create captions and uh, a transcript. So if I just show you here, you can see here it's already highlighted for you, isn't it? So you've, you've got a video in OneDrive or SharePoint. 
you open the controls at the top there, I'm just highlighting, and you've got the option to generate uh, your transcript. And it's only in English initially. Obviously, you need editor rights to be able to even open this panel, or this part of the panel and get these options. Now, it would appear either um, as closed captions over the video or uh, as a transcript on the right-hand side. Due early to late uh, April. Okay, this is the one here, the comment on a video or audio file in SharePoint OneDrive. So this just allows you to have threaded uh, conversations. Now I feel that every month or so I'm talking about the comments functionality coming to a new app or being improved for an app. And the latest one to get this is videos uh, which you've got stored on SharePoint and OneDrive. So you'll recognize this on the right hand side. It's, the, it's a similar experience to the comments in Word, Excel and uh, PowerPoint. Uh, this is due any time uh, early to late February. And into Teams, not a lot of Teams stuff this week, but it's a good one. It's the ability to pin a Teams chat message. So think about when you're in a team and when you go to a channel and you, you look at a conversation, you can pin uh, you can pin what people say. You can pin those conversations, can't you? Now you're going to get the, or pin those posts, sorry. Now that functionality is coming to chat. And you can see here that the person who created the screenshot has clicked on the three little dots. I did notice the updated angry face as well. Click on three little dots, clicked on pin. And then you can see here that it is pinned to the top of the screen. Now the message tells you who has pinned it, but the actual pinned post shows the name of the person who created the, uh, the, the comment. And that looks like a title, doesn't it? But I think that's actually just the first few, um, it's just the first few characters of uh, the message. Initially, only a single message can be pinned at a time, and that is due mid to, to late February. Now, if you run your teams in developer preview mode, you'll already see that, and maybe it's worth you having a look. Oh, interesting about that as well. When I've been talking to this about people, it, we did talk about what would happen if we have a group chat and we pin something up here and then we add someone new to the chat and they don't have access to the history will they still see that pin at the top if they do what will happen when they click it do they automatically get access to the pin stuff so uh, it'll be interesting to see how how that shakes out i don't know the answer off the, off the top of my head but uh, definitely worth a look once it comes out okay so what's going on around microsoft 365 filters upgrade to microsoft search so the sort of filters that you're used to, the far tab, last modified, the author, they're just getting moved from over on the right-hand side to where you're looking, and you can see them here just above the results. Uh, that's due uh, mid to late January. So that's, so I'm trying to think, actually, yeah, that has come out. I did I checked that a few days ago, and that, that is available already. So just a quick reminder of how that looks. Go and, go and check that out. Um, it, when you look at it, you'll question what has, what's changed because it looks like it should always have been there and it's a, it, it feels like quite a subtle change. So this is a bit niche and this probably won't apply to, to many of you, but when people like me look at uh, updates, we get it in this kind of format here. That's the, that's the top of the page. And they're not, it's not particularly pleasant read the way it's laid out, but it's, it, it's useful and it's functional. Now, what's new is it's going to tell us how many people are using that application in your organization. And the reason that this matters is it means that your organization 
uh, can see how many people are using Teams, how many people are, um, are are using Outlook, or whatever is being affected by the change. And it means that if um, if an application is hardly used, maybe they'll make less noise about it. Or if it's really popular, then at a glance they can see it's really popular, and they know to, to maybe spend a bit more time t- talking about the change because it affects more people. That's due late January to mid February, and hopefully, it just means your organisation can provide a better service to you. This has been around for a while, hasn't it? Perhaps ability to display images from Microsoft Lists. It's been pushed back again and is now due uh, early to mid-March. Okay, so quick note here about a blog post that I've put up. What is the message length limit for Microsoft Teams chat? And what is interesting here, so this someone brought this up um, and I was just having a look at it. And what was interesting is it depends on where you're getting your text. So the, you can see here that uh, Microsoft say it's uh, 28 KBs, but how, how many words is that? For me, I, I can't be honest, I have no idea what that means in normal, in, in, in reality. Now, w- what I found is that if I, if I was cutting and pasting, I could get around three pages of Word, or 1,460 words, or 7,870 characters. That's cutting and pasting. Now, what I found was, if I took away the formatting, so I, I use the uh, this little AB rubber start sign here, or I put it through Notepad, I got double that. So if you find that you're not getting as much uh, as much, uh, uh, you can't get as much in as you expect, maybe it's that. Have a look in the notes, folks. I'll put, I'll put a a link back to to that post so you can read a bit more about that if you want to. Okay, as always. Uh, keep up on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, LinkedIn. Uh, look out for the podcast. Come read the blog. If you want to get notified whenever there's a new version of this, um, either sign up on uh, Twitter, um, on YouTube, or uh, sign up to the newsletter. So look out for the, the link to the, to the blog post, then you can do that. But for now, folks, that's it. We're done. I'll see you in a couple of weeks.